Welcome to the Michigan Medicine News Break, your daily destination for news and stories about the future of healthcare. Editor's note information on the COVID 19 crisis is constantly changing, along with the research being done by investigators everywhere. For the latest numbers and updates on this global pandemic, keep checking the CDC's website at cdc.gov forward slash coronavirus forward slash 2019 NCOV. That is cdc.gov forward slash coronavirus forward slash 2019 NCOV. And for the most updated information from Michigan Medicine about the outbreak, visit the hospital's coronavirus. Coronavirus COVID-19 webpage at uofmhealth.org forward slash coronavirus. With the news about coronavirus constantly evolving as the pandemic continues, it may leave some people feeling helpless, feeling like there's nothing to do but wait for the worst. But that is not true. In fact, there are plenty of actions you can take to help those around you and yourself and to feel like you're really making a difference. Sometimes in anxiety-producing situations, having action steps we can take to help helps us too. Even in the face of state and city-level stay-at-home orders, there's a lot you can do, including some acceptable reasons to leave home. Quote, this is an unusual time for all of us, but it's a time when we can channel our worry and uncertainty into real actions that can help our friends, our neighbors, our community, and ourselves, says Alfreda Rooks, MPA, Director of Community Health Services for Michigan Medicine. Here are 11 ways to help others and yourself. Number one, give blood if you can or spread the word about the need for donations if you aren't able to give. Either way, you'll help blood banks nationwide meet the need for blood, platelets, and plasma, which hasn't gone down even though many blood drives have been canceled in areas where coronavirus cases are more common. And one important note, coronavirus has not been shown to be transmitted through blood transfusion. Visit www.redcrossblood.org to find a blood drive near you and read the latest Red Cross guidance for donating blood during the coronavirus pandemic. Even if your state or city has ordered residents to stay home, going out to give blood is allowed as a volunteer activity to help meet essential needs. Number two, give to food banks. People with low incomes or whose work is being interrupted by cancellation of events, travel, or education due to coronavirus will need more help than ever. Visit Feeding America's site at feedingamerica.org forward slash find dash your dash local dash food bank to find a food bank near you that could use donations of food, toiletries or money, and possibly volunteers. Or visit the National 211 hotline at 211.org or the 211 service operated by the United Way in your area to find out how to give or volunteer to aid organizations. If you confirm that the food bank near you is accepting in-person donations or help, this is an acceptable reason to leave your house or apartment during stay-home orders. Number three, help people who shouldn't leave home. Older adults and people with serious illness or disability should avoid public settings because they're more vulnerable to getting seriously ill from coronavirus, but they still need food and human interaction. This makes local Meals on Wheels programs more important than ever and may mean that these programs will have more demand than ever. Look up the program near you at www.mealsonwheelsamerica.org to find out how to donate to supplement the funds they get from the government or how to volunteer. Help others at high risk avoid unnecessary trips to settings where they could be exposed to coronavirus while still having human interaction. This includes your neighbors, relatives, and friends who are older than 60 or have a compromised immune system, a chronic condition, or a disability. Offer to go grocery shopping or to the pharmacy for them. Call, text, email, or video chat with them often, both to offer help or information and just to stay in touch. For people who live within walking distance, arrange to stop outside their home every day or two at a prearranged time for an in-person outdoors chat from a safe distance. 
or connect with multiple neighbors and make this a regular occurrence for your block or building. Look up your local area agency on aging by using the Elder Care Locator at eldercare.acl.gov, the AARP Assistance Directory at local.aarpfoundation.org, and the Administration for Community Living at acl.gov to find out what services they offer to older people and people with disabilities. Number four, help set up technology for those who can't leave home. Technology can go a long way to easing the loneliness of being stuck at home to avoid coronavirus exposure, but not everyone is equally comfortable setting up technologies such as smartphone and tablet apps, video chat, streaming video entertainment, or telemedicine visits with doctors or other health providers. If you're technologically savvy, Offer to help a neighbor, friend, or relative get set up and act as their tech support hotline. If they don't live with you, you should keep them safe by not entering their home and instead guiding them by phone. Make sure they know they can call you for troubleshooting. Your local library may have a lot of online services, including videos, audiobooks, and more, that they offer for free to anyone with a library card. You can search for these online through the Institute of Museum and Library Services at www.imls.gov forward slash labs. If you offer to help someone set up an electronic connection to their doctor's office or hospital, they can grant you proxy access to help them navigate, but they may need to fill out a form to allow you to have this access. Number five, help young children in need. More than a third of children in America are part of low-income families, and coronavirus-related closings and cancellations may hit them hard. Families whose children have serious medical conditions that are sending them to the hospital may be under extra stress because of coronavirus worries. Find a diaper bank near you by searching at nationaldiaperbanknetwork.org to give money or diapers and wipes to families with infants, toddlers, and children with disabilities so that they don't have to spend as much on these essentials. Give, volunteer, or gather donations for a children's charity that supports ill children, such as the Ronald McDonald House. You can find the one nearest you by visiting www.rmhc.org. Number six, strengthen the health safety net for low-income and uninsured people. People who don't have health insurance or who might lose jobs or work hours because of coronavirus-related closures and cancellations still need health care. In fact, it's important that they seek care for coronavirus symptoms and other health needs without having to worry about cost. If they wait to seek care, they may put others at risk or need more expensive care than they would have if they had gone earlier. Many of them will turn to federally qualified health centers, which serve people regardless of income or insurance status. Find one near you at fqhc.org forward slash find dash an dash fqhc and learn what kind of donations, supplies, or volunteers it needs. These and other safety net clinics may have special donation needs, such as masks and hand sanitizer at this time, including the Hope Clinic, whose website is thehopeclinic.org forward slash COVID-19, which partners with Michigan Medicine for Specialty Care. Volunteering at or bringing supplies to a safety net healthcare provider is an acceptable reason to leave the house under stay-home orders. However, make sure the location is accepting in-person donations. Number seven, locate and donate gear to help healthcare workers. You can help protect people who are taking care of COVID-19 patients and patients receiving care for any reason. Leftover medical supplies you may have in your closet, workshop, or basement could help prevent the spread of the virus in healthcare facilities by making sure that staff, patients, and visitors have enough personal protective gear or PPE despite shortages and supply chain disruptions. 
Now's the time to look around your home or businesses and see if you have any masks, including flexible ones and rigid ones called N95s, gloves, disposable gowns and shoe covers, hand sanitizer, safety glasses, and more that you could donate. If you can find such items at stores and buy them to donate, that's useful too. Some locations are even accepting masks made at home with fabric and elastic using patterns found online. Find a list of health systems near you that are accepting donations of gear from the public by visiting getusppe.com. Number eight, share information responsibly and support those who create good information. Help trustworthy stories and explanations related to coronavirus reach more people by seeking them out from reputable sources such as major media outlets, government agencies, hospitals, and nonprofit health organizations. Be wary of claims that sound too good to be true or that are only being made on one site. Check the dates and origins of articles, videos, and memes and look at fact checker sites before sharing something. Many news organizations that usually charge for access to their stories have lowered their paywalls for coronavirus content. If you don't yet pay to subscribe to a local media organization or donate to support a nonprofit news organization, such as public radio or television, consider doing so. This will help them continue to offer local coverage as the pandemic continues and cover other stories in your local community. Number nine, connect with nature. Even if your state or city has ordered people to stay home, officials have likely included an exception that allows you and those you live with to go outside for fresh air and exercise, but you should stay at least six feet away from anyone you don't live with. Of course, you must still take hygiene precautions like washing your hands thoroughly after touching things others might touch and staying home if you feel sick. So go for a stroll in a park, a hike in the woods, or a walk around the block to reduce stress. Sit in the sun or shade in the yard, patio, or balcony. Plant a garden, whether it's in the ground, a raised bed, or in containers like large flower pots, or even on a windowsill. Number 10, use art, music, and exercise to distract yourself and relieve stress. As more states and cities take action to prevent the spread of the virus, public spaces for entertainment and exercise are closing. But that shouldn't stop you from cranking up your favorite music at home or while out walking. And many community arts organizations, which you can find by visiting americansforthearts.org, yoga studios, gyms, and other recreational organizations are creating online-only activities and feeds that you can enjoy from home. Take this time to explore new online radio stations and exercise apps or to make art or music or work out at home. Help nonprofit organizations and small businesses like local gyms weather the financial storm by making a donation, buying a gift card, or spreading the word on social media about them by writing a positive review or sharing their posts. Number 11, help yourself and others practice patience, kindness, and understanding. This is uncharted territory for all of us, from healthcare workers to store clerks to teachers to neighbors. Use and share stress-reducing techniques, anxiety-reducing exercises, breathing techniques, and more. If you're a caregiver for someone else, especially someone at risk from coronavirus, practice self-care. There are links to articles that will be helpful in the description of this episode. For more on this story and others like it, please visit www.uofmhealth.org forward slash health blogs.